Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s and 90s. My name is John Sorrow, and I'm sitting here with the trash man himself, Tommy O. What's happening, brother? Not much, man. Late start. Very late. Well, that's okay. I mean... One of the latest ones for you. Probably the latest. Are you doing podcasts without me? Hmm. <laughs> yes. And no. Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, we almost scrapped it for today's recording, but I was like, you know what? I was looking forward to yeah. it. I'm just worried you're going to turn into a pumpkin halfway through it. Pumpkin is like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like one of the lamest pies. Oh, I, I can't stand pumpkin pie. Oh, really? I'll eat it like, you know, at Thanksgiving out of politeness, but no, it's it's definitely, you're right, it's, it's not a great pie. Yeah, I felt like that's one of those things, like, you know, there's, like, all these weird, like, sweet treats, and I feel like the, uh, like, old people really like, like, I don't know, like, peppermint or, like, black licorice, and it's, like, I get it, like, that was the only candy and sweets that was around back in the day, but, like, you can make a pie out of, like, whatever, like, I love a good coconut cream pie. I'm not a big pie guy, really. Oh, really? Give me cake or ice cream or both. Ice cream cake. Baskin Robbins. Are you growing up when uh, you had birthday parties? What kind of cake were you doing? Uh, Yeah, I was definitely doing the Baskin Robbins uh, cake, ice cream cake. I don't even remember if there was even an option. That's just basically what? Vanilla sheet cake with some vanilla ice cream on it? Mm -hmm. It always had the, uh, the chocolate, like, crunchy bits on top kind of too the ice cream cake you know i don't remember it as vividly as i wish i could really yeah i had you'd um, think for a little fat john <laughs> you would know about all this cake yeah <laughs> i would have it burned in my brain like couldn't forget it but it doesn't really stand out all that much i had um i think it was like when i turned 10 uh i had a birth party, birthday party at my house and my mom would always hide, like, our presents and our cake, whatever, like, the day of, up in my dad's office, which was located in, like, a weird part of the house that had its own stairway and stuff. And uh, I remember we, like, went and all my friends played outside, tackled football, and came back inside, and my mom came out, and when she had been walking down the stairs, she had fallen and dropped <laughs> the cake. That's and it was, horrible. And it was a Spider-Man cake, who was my favorite superhero. <laughs> and she brought it out just, like, all, like, in clumps. With, and she just, like, put Did the Spider-Man. Did she have cake all over her? Uh, I, I'm imagining I her remember. very injured. And she were, uh, yeah, you I mean, were frustrated I mean, about the state of the cake. I mean, she died that day. Oh, R.A.P. moms. No. Uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. Love moms. Um, but, yeah, the, it was funny. She, like put all the, like, the cake back on there, like, just in clumps and stuff, and then still stuck the Spider-Man action figure into it and brought it out, and all my friends sung happy birthday. It's like, we weren't going to eat cake. But, yeah, that was a fun one. That's cool. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, I just had a uh, party very recently. Uh, I had a little get-together shindig with some folks from work. Uh, Where was that? Uh, so my old man, uh, shout out to dads. Dads. Hey. Uh, he we lives in a, a dad's, uh, little sound clip we can always play. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'll get on that. All right. Uh, 
he lives in like a gated community and uh, they have like uh, this fat ass rec room at this place and doesn't cost anything to rent it out. And it's got pool tables, ping pong, like dance floor, kitchen, fire pit, all that crazy shit. Uh, so a bunch of people from work were like, oh, yeah, we want to get together and do something, but we don't have any place to do it. And I was like, fuck it. I'll check this place out and see what we can do. And uh, rented it out, and a bunch of people came by, and yeah, I rented out this fat room. It has uh, pool tables, ping pong tables, and you know, I ordered pizzas, and there's a fire pit, mm. and everybody showed up. What and, kind of zaz you order? Well, I had to uh, you from know, where Domino's. Yeah, you yeah. got it. If you're going, I mean, in California, if you're going large quantity pizzas, you got to go with uh, well, shitty gonna... fucking chains. Well, yeah, I mean, my favorite place in. Alameda is Laval's. Shout out to Laval's and oh. Alamurder. Um, but you've you've gotten it from me, uh, from me, for me, from there, and I like it a lot. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, you got it. What I think we had the the big sniff on, and you brought a pizza over. Yes, that was uh, my thank you to him for creating our theme song. That's right. Um, but yeah, just got a uh, one cheese, one pepperoni, one veggie. Perfect. Yeah. Knock it out. But everybody fucking ate it super quick, and then everybody got super drunk and was falling down. And you guys uh, were playing some drinking games. Some of us were, but a lot of people were just, you know, getting fucked up. And I didn't do anything, but half the people there were on coke, half were on Molly. Everybody was getting fucked up. Jesus. I, well, I just was like, hey, I want to save space for all my coworkers to hang out, do whatever the fuck they want to do. And not be judged or have the watchful eye of the boss, like, look at him. Hey, I'm judging him right now. Dude, people were, like, hooking up in, like, the coat room, and they were like, can we go in your hot tub and shit? Like, the coat room? So there was, like, a men's room. you have room. someone checking coats? No, but there was a men's room and a woman's room. It was, like, it's fucking huge. There's a piano. There's dance floor. My friend who I work with was a DJ, brought all his DJ shit and was, like, mixing and shit. It was... What, is there a certain time you have to close down by? Well, I had it rented from 5 to 10. Okay. But I set everything up at 3, and they didn't kick us out till 11.30. They did come kick you out, though? Well, there was, like, a security guard who, like, came up and was like, oh, uh, I need to lock this door so no one steals any of these TVs and anything. And I was like, oh, okay, right on. He's but, just trying to go home. Well, I was like, oh, shit, like, because everybody was, like, uh, you know, just wanted to smoke weed and cigarettes and everything, so no... Everybody was outside on these balconies. Nobody was inside. Like, I was like, oh, oh. shit, someone's going to say something with the noise. But you know what? It was cool. Nice. No problems. I, I, you know, I, I really would have enjoyed an invite. I, well, if we worked together, it would be another scenario. We did. Oh, you know what? What? I'll rent it out only for people I work with on the podcast. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> And, yeah, and like Cooper with, with, uh, with his dog, Jack. Well, I do work with Cooper, so. Oh, you do? He was invited. Couldn't come, obviously. He wasn't allowed to. <laughs> I'm sure. Unrelated. Well, probably work. Yeah, probably work. Um, what kind of drinking games are you guys playing? Uh, well, obviously we were playing beer pong. Oh, we were playing Drunk Twister. Whoa. Yeah. Remember I that? I don't think... I can't spin remember the last time I ever played and call Twister. the shots. Twister ties you up. That's where the knots. That, is that what, was that the catcher's race? That was the song. I didn't know. Uh, Weird Al did a Beastie Boys version of the Twister theme song. To what song? It was it was like an original song. It was like he did the Twister commercial song in the style of the Beastie Boys, like basically a white guy doing like rap rock. Well, you know how the Beastie Boys will, like, do, like, every, like, 
fifth phrase all simultaneously. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Mm. And it'll be like, you know how Ad Rock is always like, yeah, like yeah. He kind of like always like raises up an octave. It's kind of like one of those. Like when you hear it, you'll you'll be like, oh, okay, I get that. Uh, do you have a favorite Beastie Boys track? <sighs> Ooh. Hmm. A favorite Beastie Boys track. I I love them. I remember, oh yeah, I, I Don't you, you and remember? I, yeah, you and me <laughs> we and, had um, a very fun. Uh, I was cooking some food for us. We were intoxicated and we were mm. listening to Beastie Boys yeah, while we were. were cooking and we were dancing all around and cooking bacon and oh man, it was like an '80s movie. Yeah, it was like a. Mine is I think so. What you want? Oh uh, yeah, that's a classic. That one, one is. To me, it's just, it's got a nice feel to it. You I mean, can feel the like it, you can feel it's almost like something slowly building up, and then they I cut mean, out. And you got mixed master Mike coming in there with this little mixing. So okay, so I think sabotage. Obviously, oh. everybody loves sabotage. It's got the rock and roll feel because that riff is fucking killer. The music video is hella funny and cool, and I saw it on Beavis and Butthead when yep. I was a kid. Um, but I remember. You know, I don't know. The whole... Intergalactic. Oh, man. Intergalactic. That just hit at the perfect time. That album was fucking money, dude. Um, Body that moving. Whole, the, the Sounds of Science album, the anthology, is so and fucking good. through the Five Burrows. That album... Yeah, something. that was their last dude, one. I mean, all of them are good. They're all good. Don't make me pick. I just fucking didn't know Sophie's if you had one choice like, over here. If it was your last, you know, day. Uh, I also oh, like... Wait, um, what? <laughs> If it was your last day on Earth, and they're like, all right, <laughs> if here's your last... my last day on Earth, you're only allowed to listen to one Beastie Boys song. What's it going to be? Um, my other one? Girls. Snow. Oh, great song. Uh, Slow and Low. Ooh. Yeah. That's like uh, pretty early on in that one. Um, and then uh, I, I remember learning Crafty. about... Oh, great. There's yeah. so many good ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the list right here. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. So, you know, the other day we were talking about um, Eminem and how you're a huge Eminem fan. Still am. Oh, really? No. You I like mean, all his... <laughs> I like his early stuff. I, yeah, I, I, and I still albums. respect him now. I just don't listen to that, really. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh, Ooh. no. I was just remembering how you said, like, you were dressed up like uh, some shady... Uh, <laughs> You came back to your class and how everybody was like, thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I walked in first day of yeah, of, <laughs> of uh, class like like nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, well, it was funny. Like actually, I put together a playlist for this party that I had, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll put some you know just fun stuff on there. And I was like, of course, nobody wants to listen to any of this shit. They just played a bunch of stuff I've never heard of before. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I I have hit a, a point now like. Where, especially living uh, in a place where we have an echo, Amazon in, Echo. Oh, I thought it was going to turn it on real quick. Um, oh yeah, do you want to mess with people's echoes at home if they're listening to this on the speaker? No, because ours is going to turn on. Amazon. Do you say echo? You say echo. Echo. Play. Body moving by Beastie Boys. All right, we just jammed out to it. <laughs> You're welcome, listener. Uh, no, uh, I was going to say, uh, if you go and have a party, what uh, drinking games are you playing? Oh, okay. Um, I love, love, love King's Cup. King's Cup's great. Because it's interactive. You get to know 
people around you say, usually, I mean, at our age, we know the people at our party for the most part, but it's a fun thing where, you know, there's different rules. Yes. You know, everyone, everyone has house rules, as they say. Uh, and it, it, that's my favorite one of mine. Beer pong. Oh, you you just gestured at me. Oh, I just remembered something. What's that? Uh, so guess what? I told you I brought my PlayStation and my Nintendo Switch. I was like, okay, cool. Here's my Nintendo Switch. I'm gonna download the fucking Super Smash Brothers Melee and all this stuff. And for my PlayStation, I downloaded Jackbox. And you don't know Jack? No. Well, I mean, it was. I well, yeah. I downloaded. Uh, I don't Jackbox. <laughs> I was. We really... have played this game, TKO. We love yes. it. It's very fun. T-shirt knockout. And everybody was too fucked up to play it. No, I know. Yeah, you, you. The thing with that game is you have to have some people who can, who can actually draw onto a phone. I have another game too. Uh, I'll show you sometime. But uh, the point is, yeah, I think I don't know. I had through party. Too many young, cool people came, and none of them wanted to do any of the dorky old shit that I wanted to do. Yeah, uh, a point I was going to make earlier was like I've hit an age now where. Or not an age, I'm just a, a realization that, like, I like the music that I like. Ooh. And I don't, like, when people are like, if I'm with a group of people, especially if I don't know them, unless it's someone like like you, or even just with you, like, I'm like, like play something. I'm like, I'm not going to do it, because I hate that feeling of being like, oh, check out this song or this. And then they're like, nah, it doesn't do it for me, whatever. Well, you know what, Tommy? You and me, actually... As much as I like to give you a hard time, the stuff that you like is not bad. Okay. Wow. What? No, that that means a lot. No, I mean like you know you make fun of me for listening to like Phaser Days. Yeah, all these bands. Well, that I are don't. Like... I'm not okay. I don't make fun of you. It's just that I don't like listening to music that's kind of melancholy and downer and that kind of stuff. But it's really good stuff. Okay. It's just not where I'm at. Hmm. Compliment sandwich right here. <laughs> Is that a phrase? Yeah, it's when you pack one compliment in between two insults. How about a compliment Omelet? ice cream layer cake from Basket <laughs> okay. Robbins? Well, <laughs> all right, enough bullshit. <laughs> enough of this bullshit. Yeah. And let's move on to some other bullshit. Oh, yeah, some serious bullshit. And I apologize. This one is on me. Oh, yeah, so... I was like, yo, Tommy, what's up? What are we doing for the pod? And you go... That's short for podcast, by the way. For all you laymen out there. Uh, yeah, you're like, let's do something new. Yeah, I wanted to find a new show. And I told you I had watched some episodes of Monsters. Yep. And it was very... Not, not great. Very bad. I'm still... I still want to do some episode of Monsters, but... Yeah. I mean, we're obligated to by creating this format uh but you said hey i found this thing it was on fox family for one not year even, yeah not even a, in 1997 one calendar year not even like a carryover and it's called ghost stories and it's not easy to track it down the reason i call it fox family ghost stories is because there's like a million other things called ghost stories and yeah it it's was hard to difficult like to do research on to this. differentiate yeah, yeah it was like as far as wikipedia or imdb or any of that stuff uh, 
and I watched a few of them. The episode we're talking about today. Yeah, uh, I was working, and I was like, hey, sh- check this out. And you're like, I'll watch a couple and let you know. And later on, I was checking my phone and saw that you... I think you would watch a couple that you said were like a direct rip. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I watched this one called Stepsister, and it was... Uh, it was just like the episode we watched of Tale of the Frozen Ghost of Are You Afraid of the Dark, where there's this kid who dies who's like, I'm cold, so cold. Yeah. Except with it was Steve. like, what? With Steve. Yeah, with Steve Tam. What up, Steve? What up, Steve? Shout out to Alameda. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then uh, uh, it was also like Poltergeist. It was like so fucked up and terrible. When I say fucked up, I mean not like twisted. I just mean like bad like a lame like high school play like the acting was just not great i don't want to get into it we didn't we didn't do this episode for a reason today we're doing what uh sarah's friends Mm -hmm. great name for an episode right yeah (laughs) also um i mean we'll get into it later well one of the things too that was funny about this was it was like it's narrated by Rip Torn. The whole series is. Yeah. Um, is he dead? I think so. I think we can say Rip, Rip Torn. Oh, God. <laughs> Zing. Um, yeah, so. Very nice, this is Tommy, episode very nice. 16. By the way. Uh, what? Great name. Rip, Rip Torn. Torn. That can't be his real name. I, I, no way. Yeah. Do you, did you know anyone who had a cool name growing up? Or like a weird name? Because I have a one... A uh, couple that were really bad. I want to hear them. Um, so I might have mentioned it before in the podcast, and I apologize to everyone. Uh, there was a kid in the town next to me whose name was Richard Raper. <laughs> Dick Raper? Shit. Uh, yeah, Dick Raper. <laughs> uh, spelt just as it is, too. I feel bad. Oh, well, you should. I don't know if I should say that on the podcast. He's not going to hear listen to this. Well, I mean, our listeners might, and... Give Dick Raper a hard time. Yeah. I mean, he must have changed his name by now. No, I think a couple years ago, a girl I was dating, we were from the same town, and we like looked it up, and it was un- his name was still that. Okay. Uh, and there was a politician in the town next month as well. His name was Dick Sweat. And Dick he, Sweat? He was, he was a selectman, and his name was Dick Sweat. Why not just go by Richie? Or I like don't. some... I don't know. Oh, man. I think Dick, I'm wondering if, like, back in the day, like, when this guy was probably, this guy's probably, like, in his 70s or Mm -hmm. older, if not dead. Uh, I hope he's dead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Dick. Fuck you, Dick. Your sweat. Um, But, no, I think Dick, like, slowly changed over a period of time. To a vagina? No, 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 no. The the term dick or the name dick. I don't think it was dirty, dirty until a certain time. Because yeah. a lot of people that were named Richard are, you know, now Dick is. This, how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know how that translates. But if I was Richard and I didn't want to go by Richard, Rich or Richie, I would go Dicky. I have a I have a cousin, Richard, Tiny Rick. Oh, little Rick. Little Rick. What's up, Pickle Rick? What up, Rick? Um, and then there was a famous race car driver named uh, Dick Trickle. <laughs> just watching your face just slowly bring that one in was the best. Being like, 
no, wait, what? And then just <laughs> dick well, trickle. Yeah. Like you're a professional race car driver, like a very famous one too. Like he would do commentary on uh, race car driving after he retired and was like, still chose to go by Dick Trickle. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Rip Torn, probably dead. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Wait, it, did you have anyone that you knew that had weird name? I mean, I can't compete with Dick Trickle. No. Or Richard Raper. <laughs> Dick Raper. <laughs> I always find it funny too when you see like uh, names where it was clearly like, like, uh, so-and-so, like, there's one, there's a cast member in this show, their last name's Shoemaker. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, one point, like, hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of years ago, like, they're like, you are the Shoemakers. Mm-hmm. And that's what your last name will be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm but not good at that. We're not gonna Google, we'll just assume that Rip Torn's dead. Yeah. Um... I was very disappointed with the fact that he was doing the voiceover because he has, like, one of those voices that, like, makes you, like, you hear it. Like, you want to clear your own throat. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, did he smoke 50 cigarettes before he went out there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and not to talk shit on anyone's voice. I hate my voice. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, still, fuck you, Riptorn. Fuck your voice. Oh, also, Rip, Riptorn. Yeah. I mean... um. So, We're just burning all our bridges. Everyone's going down. Our episode starts. And oh, do you want to get into it? Let's get into it. All right. Today's episode is called Sarah's Friends. Mm. This is episode number 16 of Fox Family's Ghost Stories. Season one. Uh, of one. Of one. <laughs> uh, and we kind of talked about this before. Um, yeah. Drinking games? Definitely every time... They say the Sunshine Hotel. That's right. Uh, what do you got? I also want to do uh, every time they play the uh, weird Puppet Master like piano music, take a drink. Also, every time there is some type of uh, Italian-American stereotype, take oh, a drink. Yeah. <laughs> a lot to get over on that. That's a and lot then, to And then, uh, shit, why don't we just say every time... Uh, okay, every time they say... The goods. Oh, okay. Okay. That's that one. That's a uh, good. take that one maybe like every second time they do it. <laughs> Don't get too wasted. Be sober. Be, be okay. Because this is not a long episode. No, this is 20 minutes and it's jam packed. Well, that was the thing. Okay. So we, we kind of did with this on some of our episodes that we, uh, of the shows that we watched, like Outer Limits, that's an hour long or something like that, where it's like sometimes you feel like, okay, they're trying to stretch this narrative to make it fit a certain time slot. This one, it's like boom, 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 boom. Like it almost doesn't give any of the scenes enough time for them to hold any weight or meaning. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, yep. You're just kind of ticking off those little things, like, yep, yep, this happened, this happened, this happened. Um, but yeah, the opening, we have Rip Torn saying like all this weird, ominous stuff. I feel like it's like, it reminded me of like The Matrix where it's trying to sound cool or like it lofty. It wasn't though. No, it was fucking lame. Um, but uh, the way the episode proper starts is we see this woman, uh, Sarah. She is... Uh, She's talking about how she's in love. Yeah. So she she works in a morgue. 
she's I I kept using the term mortician, but she's not because she does autopsies. Okay. Right? Yeah, this is confusing to me. So she's walking around. She wears she wears a lab coat, and there she's talking she, is like she a mortician. What the fuck is she? No, because a mortician like makes the bodies look cool. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Wait, Bef- really? I thought uh, that was a different term. I'm no, wrong. No, no, no. I'm, no, no, I'm wrong. Go well, ahead. Well, again, I, I apologize. I, whatever the hell she does, she looks at the dead bodies when they come into the hospital and determines the cause of death and, like, writes about them or something. Like, they don't really make it clear what her job they, is. They don't show her, like, doing her job. Doing anything besides no. walking around and talking to your dead bodies. Uh, and the first thing we open up to is she's talking about how she met a love. dude. Yeah. And, okay, I was confused by this, and this might just maybe be being an idiot. Was <laughs> was this the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but she's like, so she contradicts herself. Yeah, she instantly. Does. Okay. So Sarah's walking around. She's having this conversation, and I feel like the misdirect is that you're supposed to think she's having a conversation with one of her friends about a new guy she's met. Well, she is having conversations with her friends, but they're dead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Sarah's like, uh, basically, like, oh, I met this guy. And he's really cute, and she's um, she's having this conversation, and it's like she's on a telephone call where somebody is speaking back to her, but you don't hear it. No. And she's, like, reacting. She's like, oh, you're right. You know, and you're just like, so wait. She's talking to a bunch of dead bodies in the morgue at the hospital that she works at, and... That they have a glass, they have a window in there to watch you talk to the bodies? I don't know. Yeah, so Sarah is the... Do you remember what she said about the way he looks? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I have it written down right here. Um, So she's like, oh, his hair? Midnight, (laughs) midnight corn silk. You know what? I was thinking about it, too, because in the very last scene, or one of the last scenes... It looks like his hair is a little thinning in the it, front, right? I, I wrote that down, too. Like, it, <laughs> I, I, I thought they kept on, like, switching. Like, when he's, like, the, not to get too far ahead, but when he's doing, like, the, when he's, like, the, the bad guy. Yeah. He looks like he has, like, thicker hair. Or, oh. no, no, vice versa. Like, like it looks like his hair changes, and I was like, is I this going to be some sort is, of twist? I think what it is is that, like, on certain shots like the the light above him is right down on yeah. him and that's when his hair looks really thin that actor probably was like fuck 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 i know probably i mean like now when i feel like my hair starts to thin i'll just be like fucking midnight corn silk midnight corn silk is that a phrase I it is now to look it up it is now I'll, when we go to commercial break i'll look it up all right um so Sarah's talking to all the dead bodies around her. We see uh, one of the dead bodies is this guy. Uh, Carl Winslow? Uh, yeah, there's this yeah black dude with a mustache who's dead. That is dead. Carl Winslow, I swear to God. No. his na- Well, they call him Joe or something like that he in episode. He looks exactly like Carl he Winslow. He doesn't look heavy enough to be Carl Winslow. Why do you think he died? Starvation? Coronary <laughs> heart? Uh, but, so, okay. So Sarah's talking to dead bodies. That she's talking about this guy she just met, and she's like, "Yeah, he's so cute," and like all this stuff. And we see that this guy, his name is David, is watching this whole 
conversation that she's having with these dead bodies who are oh. not responding. No. Well, he's watching this. We don't see them responding. Yeah, he doesn't. About uh, I loved uh, how one of them. She's like, "Well, you can't say anything. You had three husbands. How does she know this?" Don't she's know. just examining a body. They don't give her. Oh, I guess she's actually talking to them. Yeah, whatever. The Peter Stein Institute. Oh, God. Okay, so just to clarify this for anyone who hasn't listened, hasn't watched this episode, there's a not a mortician. There's a I don't know what a, she is. A morgue attendant. Uh. Who has the keys to the place? The only person with the keys to the place. <sighs> She's she talks to the dead bodies that come into the morgue, and she talks to them as if they are speaking back to her. Yeah, and she's talking about a new man that she has met. And she, one of the things that Sarah says, she's like, "Oh yeah, normally I'm so nervous around men, but I wasn't that nervous talking to him." Uh, but then when he comes in and says hi to her, she gets all nervous again. Yeah. No, no. She, Completely she's terrified. contradicting what she had just said. Uh, yeah, he, he walks in and she's mortified. She's, uh, like completely like, taken aback and, and, and is all over the place. Uh, and then this conversation is ugly. Can I? To say the least. Can I? Okay. I want to, I want to say this. So he says this phrase and i thought this is so funny i wrote this down he goes hey i was thinking about doing dinner tonight <laughs> i wrote down the same thing and i was like i felt like this was like written by like a computer software yeah this like, was absolutely an algorithm that something's like like no human person wrote this uh i was thinking about doing dinner tonight italian i like a italian. drink yeah and I was like, this is ridiculous. You know where there's a good Italian place? Where? Oh, the Upper East Side. Oh, yeah. And I love how she, they don't even say, like, where. No. He's like, you'll, you'll figure it out. Okay, so, okay. I'm going gonna, gonna to clarify. <laughs> we are two minutes into this episode. <laughs> no, there's so much to get to. Okay, so, yeah. So, back at the dingy hotel... Uh, there's a hotel that's definitely full of bed bugs, um, and like you know, this place stinks like sex, right? Like, well, it's a dingy fuck palace. Really, and, it didn't look that bad. It looks like shit. Are really? you kidding me? I mean, they're like, constantly talking shit about this. It. Is a hotel? They have an oh, well, that's my stomach. They have an oven in there. It looks like if you put a black light on it, it would be fucking neon. Bullshit, no. It looked gross, are you I've kidding me? I've been in, like, a hotel in, like, a motel in, like, Watsonville. You like, heard it here, people. Tommy's been in worse, so that means this isn't gross. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've been in, like, in a $50 hotel room in, like, Watsonville, California, and it was literally, like, they might have both been the fucking a cardboard box on the ground that I slept on. Like I got out of the shower and the and the 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 towel was the size of like something I would use to wash my hands with. <laughs> like I was like, let's say they have an oven. Okay, well, whatever. What the hell is she doing in there the entire time? Okay. By the way, we cut back to <sighs> after uh, David uh, asks Sarah out to dinner. We cut back. Well, to... Well, they have so much in common. Oh, God. Um. 
Oh, you like Italian food? We have so much in common. Well, David's pretending to be a medical student to at the do... Peter Stein at the Peter Stein Institute. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> we are not even into this at no, all. We got to move okay. this along. All right, all right. So, cut back to the hotel where David's staying, well, and we meet his girlfriend Claire, and we find out. Wait that a minute. Wait a minute. The 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 flower reveal was oh my so good. Stop me if I'm being too forward. And they they cut to him just like flicking flowers yeah. out from behind. Dave, his- okay, so David gives Sarah a bouquet of flowers, and it's the shittiest ugly bouquet I've ever seen. Thirty dollars. It, it reminds me of like you know how like a magician will be like, yeah, here's your flowers. That's what I, like I it was the same folded thing. up, Good Lord. Like it was like that's not real. That, no, that's like something you'd like pull out of your sleeve as a magician. Yeah, I don't know how you and could she find. Smel- she like immediately like just jams her face in those flowers and starts smelling them. <laughs> So there are lovely, like, but yeah, okay, we'll go out. 10 p.m. dinner, by the way. Yeah, 10 p.m. dinner, and this is what I love, okay? Uh, well, we'll get back to this time frame later. So 10 p.m. dinner means you're getting dicked down. Yeah, you're not, you're, you're fucking. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, Sarah could use it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> lots of, lots of wait, thoughts. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. There is a character named Claire I'm trying to introduce. Okay. Okay. So we find out that David... Short brunette hair. Very pretty. <laughs> Listen. We really need to get to this. Okay. Stop. No derailing. Let's try to plow through this. Okay. Okay. Don't even give me that look. Okay. So we find out that David... It's a con ...and job. his girlfriend Claire are actually con artists. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what they've been doing is they go from... Place to place, finding these hospitals, and then seducing the person who works in the morgue, stealing their keys, and then using the keys to steal the personal effects of the dead bodies, usually jewelry. Yeah. And typically it's Claire, but because in this specific circumstance, the person working the morgue is a woman, Sarah that the roles have kind of been switched, and for the first time, David is taking on the okay. role of seduction. Couple of thoughts. Yes. David. Uh-huh. How excited is he that he is the one that gets to go and cheat on, not cheat on his girlfriend, but, like, be the one to go out and get potentially laid or steal some keys? Because his girlfriend, because Claire's been just fucking all these guys yeah. to get their keys. It's, uh, and also, uh, what's her name? Is pretty good looking. Who? Uh, our, our Sarah? Sarah, yeah. Okay, so Whoa. I'll get to this a little bit later, but I actually think Sarah's better looking than Claire. Me too. Sarah has, you know who she reminds me of? Is the, um, from Billy Madison and also from... No, 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 no. Well, it's. I think it's like... No, the, no, no, no. No? Veronica Vaughn? Yeah. No way. Okay. I don't know. I think it's like the, the blonde hair pulled back. You I know don't me. Know. Yeah, I know. You love the blondes. I don't love the blondes. I hate them. Okay. <laughs> That's on record, people. Let it be known. On our Wikipedia page. Okay. Uh, so David and Claire, they talk about how they usually have this scam and... Uh, the goods. Yeah. They talk about the goods and Claire's like, all right, well, I usually get the keys in two days, so you better go in there and go grab this shit. So... While David's supposed to be going on this date with Sarah, he sneaks into the morgue 
and he tries to rob the dead. He starts getting all nervous. He has the keys that he stole, and he tries to put them in the lock and drops the lo- drops the keys. And we see uh, uh, dead Carl Winslow, the dude. All I, of a sudden, um, okay, real quick. Uh, so this apparently is like his first time doing this. This is uh, that's what I assumed that this is David's first and this foray. This is why he's and, nervous. Yeah, I would think so, okay. right? So because they said uh, every other time it's been it's a been guy. Claire. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it have been great if like one of the previous times one of the whatever this person supposed to be was a gay man, <laughs> and he had to just like go to Pound Town with this dude. Hey, man. Get, Nothing wrong with that. I get. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the point. Uh, back to the point. We got. Uh, I uh, saw. I like how when he flashed light on Carl Winslow, uh, you. I could see his pupils dilate. dilate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so this. So the dead body of Carl Winslow all of a sudden moves his arm, and we see that his eyes are open, and you're like, oh shit. So I know that once a person's body dies, uh, due to rigor mortis, sometimes their arms will move and all kinds of weird shit like that. That does happen. Okay. And I wasn't sure if this was supposed to be like, is this happening or is it not? Is this person alive or are they not? And it was kind of left you up to the viewer to kind of decide okay. on what you, your own interpretation. Um, do they normally leave dead bodies out in... Uh, Room temperature rooms? Okay. Is that what? Is that normal? So, for multiple days on end? I have lots of questions. What are these people's, what are these dead bodies doing? What is she doing with them? How long are they there? She's talking to them. That's it. For a week? Yeah. For longer than a week? You never know. Well, I'll get to this later, but I'm just going to plant that seed now. So... David's trying to break in. All of a sudden, uh, Carl Winslow like grabs him, and he starts freaking out. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Sarah, Sarah enters, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" And he goes, "What are you talking about?" I told you I'd pick you up. Yeah, and she. So Sarah's like, "Oh, I just left a message." Um, she phoned the restaurant. She phoned the restaurant. He never told you which one. Well, hold on. She goes. I have to, I got called in. I have to process a new body. So I called the restaurant and said I'd be an hour late. 11 o'clock dinner. Wow. Dinner, the restaurant's still open. You never sleep in New York. Forget about it. The city that never sleeps. So, and she's like, do you still want to go out after this? And of course, you know, he's a con man. So he goes, let's eat in. Yeah. So they order a pizza. And then Sarah, so I love this. They're eating this pizza. Sarah starts monologuing about how awkward she is and how she uh, can't really deal with living people. Uh, And the whole time, David is watching the nurses in the other room take the jewelry off of an old lady. And he's, like, licking his lips. He looks like the wolf in, like, a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Like, his eyes are, like, the shape of a diamond. He might have, two giant knives out that he's sharpening... Like that classic cartoon thing. Also, uh, two real quick things again. Uh, she's like, oh, uh, this is so much better than going out. I was like, so much better than going out is eating pizza in your office at work where there's <laughs> dead people lying around you. And also, she offers him, she's like, 
you can have that last slice of pizza. Never trust someone who says that. Really? I don't know. I mean, two people just smashed a whole pizza. You know what? Uh-huh. Trust that person. All right. I'm into it. If, dude, if a girl, I go on a first date and a girl smashes half a pizza with me. You're about to smash that. That's where Tommy the Fourth is coming up, baby. That's not our son. No, uh, no, you and I will have Tommy <laughs> Junior. Okay. We'll, we'll go back in time, and something like that will happen. But yeah, uh, and, and he also says he's like, nothing, "What? What did he say about the pepperoni pizza?" He's like, "Nothing like pepperoni pizza to, to wet your appetite." To wet your appetite. I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" I That's think like, he was like getting, you know, suggestive oh, there. Oh, mm. I don't blame him though. I agree with you. She was a babe. It's better than that frigid Claire. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Okay. So if this is the first time that he's been having to do what? What do they call this? Like honey, honey potting, right? Catfishing or catfishing, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. He they're conning the this person. What the hell has he been doing? The he's entire been, time. Well, exactly. So his he's just letting Claire, his girlfriend going out and getting fucking railed. <laughs> he's been getting cucked. He's, he's, he's been sitting there back at the hotel, just letting his girlfriend get railed on by all these yeah. morticians and, or and whatever uh, the hell they are. And, and and he just sits there and does what? And she gets it done quick. Remember, she's like two, two days, days max. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you're getting in, you're getting that dick, you're getting them keys. And she always, remember how she phrases it? She's like, the stench of formaldehyde on their hands. Oh, like, she hates God. it. She hates herself. She probably gets, oh, She man. hates him. She's got formaldehyde on her fucking body parts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure how uh, explicit you're going to be there. I, I had to hold myself back, but, right. um, yeah, I'm like, what role has he been doing, like, does she not have, like, a valid driver's license and he has to drive them around all the time? Whatever the fuck it is. They, they're, the whole time uh, they're eating this pizza, you know, he's looking at the jewelry and Sarah lets it slip that she knows David is staying at the Sunshine mm. Hotel. Take oh, yeah, take a drink. Thank okay. you. <laughs> I was um, like, alcoholic? And he's, he starts to... Oh, he gets real fucking freaked out by that. He's yeah. like, I never said that shit. How'd you know this? Which is funny because he had... When 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 she caught him earlier, he's like... He lied and been like, no, I told you I was going to pick you up from here. Yeah, he's real smooth sometimes. When he lies, but when... like Then he just completely is like, uh, Like, like... Just an idiot about yeah, it. Yeah, he's all suspicious. He's like, I never said anything like no. that. Um, and then we cut back to uh, the, the hotel, hotel, and we and see. I love, I love her. She's kicking a drawer shut after throwing something in it. Like, oh yeah, I'm like what is this? What is she doing all day? She's like Claire realizing just, that what he's been doing all the time is like just like stomping around what you like, think is a gross hotel. Well, Claire's just being a total bitch like all day long. Claire, yeah. Like, she, uh, David comes home and he's like, oh, they just brought in a new stiff. She's got diamonds around her neck the size of cherry pits. Cherry pits. And, like, all this stuff. He's, like, got these sapphires and, like, talking about all this jewelry on this old lady that they just wheeled in. And, like, and Claire wants those diamonds. Yeah, and the way, uh, so we do this classic thing of, the guy's like, oh, I don't know. Like, it was kind of weird. She's kind of freaky. And she's like, 
but I'll wear this lacy outfit. And so Did she, is that what it was? Lacy? Lacy. Yeah. I thought it was lazy. No, it was lacy. Like, I was like, that didn't make any <laughs> fucking like, sense. All right. Like, well, you clear. <laughs> I'm going to throw on some loose fitting sweatpants. <laughs> In an oversized sweatshirt, and I you're did. gonna get crazy. Maybe he's into <laughs> I, that. I swear to God, I really thought that it was lazy. I'm gonna put on this lazy outfit, no. and you can take no, it off. At this time period, well, men are only motivated by sex, of course, because like True. he was about to bounce, and he's like, mm, I don't know. And then he sees oh, outside. Yeah. He randomly decides to just look outside, and he sees Carl Winslow. <laughs> He's the same dead body, except this dude is now alive and looking up through the window. There's still no way he could possibly see into the apartment from his angle, but he's standing out there. He's yeah. wearing the same like hospital gown yeah, that he was. Yeah, he's in his scrubs. And David doesn't say anything about it or no. tell Claire. One at thing all. I did actually kind of like, well, not like, but I give a little <laughs> bit of respect to was when um, right after the scene. It cuts back to the morgue, or wherever it is, the coroner's office, whatever it is, uh, and you see Carl Winslow's face, uh-huh. and then it pans up to David, and he's like, "Had a good time with you last night." Thinking, you know, a little homage to like him seeing Carl Winslow, but then it pans over to uh, Sarah, Sarah, and and you're like, "Oh no, he's talking about that." Uh, so yeah it's it's the next day and sarah is again she's walking from dead body to dead body carl winslow has been in her office for the last three days and she's just looking at the body writing notes on a clipboard room temperature again yeah again like that's what it's like i was like what is she doing with these bodies where did they come from how long are they there why are they friends with sarah is just any dead body her friend I wish there was a backstory to this one. Because hey, maybe there is one. Well, spoiler alert. Actually, no spoiler alert. Okay. We'll get to it. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Oh, okay. Let's just say this. That's what we call a teaser. Okay. So these dead bodies, they are what? Ghosts? Because the the dead body of Carl's, Carl Winslow is not actually getting up and walking over there because David looks out the window, he sees it, and then he and then it's gone. So I have to assume that these are ghosts because all the, all the Fox Family ghost stories have ghosts in them. So imagine that instead of like a, a ghost being like, oh, I have unfinished business. It's like, no, I don't have any unfinished business. I just have to be friends with some frigid chick who can't get a date who works in a morgue. How ridiculous would that be? I imagine don't, that. I, I don't understand that. Like, you're like trapped in this plane of existence because you have to hang out with Sarah and you can't get a date? Fuck that. Yeah, that that sucks. Well, Sarah's mad because she knows David has a girl in the hotel room. And she's like... Okay, they've gone on one date. Yeah. And she's like, are you... She, she goes back and forth. Are you seeing someone else? It's not my business. But, uh, you know, she's like, but I'm, it's also, you know, I have no claim on you, is what well, she says. So, yeah. So, David's like, how did you know? And she's a, she goes, well, a friend of mine saw you there. Carl Winslow, you motherfucker. So, this is how... And then he starts just admitting things. Well, yeah. So, Sarah's like, I heard you had a girl in your hotel room. And then this is how she describes oh, Claire. Oh, I love this. Go ahead. Dark hair. Mm-hmm. Short. Yep. 
Very pretty. Very pretty. I was like, really? You're hotter than than, than she is. Again, I'll give you a little... <laughs> I'm not talking about you, John. Well, all right. Well, I was going to we say... We already tell you how hot you are. Let's I was going to say, I have a little thing to say. I have a lot of notes, but I'm going to let them all come to fruition in their own time. Okay. Um, but yeah, David pretty much cops to it and he goes, oh yeah, that was uh, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Nothing Broke like... Broke it off six months ago. Yeah, we just spent the night together. It's fine. <laughs> Imagine dating someone and have them tell you that. Like, oh, my ex just came over and... I just fucked him. Yeah. No big deal. Or her. Or they. Well, yeah. So he says this is his ex. <laughs> David... Uh, all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? All he's right. freaked out. Yeah, he is freaked out. And Claire's been fucking giving him the fucking third degree. You know what it is? She's not gotten dicked down by someone else in, like, <laughs> like clearly <laughs> a week. She's so used to getting plowed by these fucking yeah. dudes that, like... These he, cook, these David, car- David these, can't handle it. Nope. He can't handle it. These carcass sitters, as she, uh, she calls Sarah. And, uh, like, I'm like, how many... So they're, they're just going hospital... To hospital, finding like, these carcass sitters. A lot of people that die don't have any sort of wealth or jewelry or anything on them, or they die naturally, and they're not going to have like uh, what fifteen carat fucking things on their. So body. you're telling me it's a bad plan? It is. So you're telling me and, that and then when they want they could just be stealing this from anywhere okay. else. Okay. This it's not like there's cameras in hospitals or locks. Nope. Or well, no, there is a, a lock. One lock. There's well, no, one there's lock. Two lock. There's a safe. <laughs> no, the safe they doesn't have a lock either. There too. You're right. Whatever. Um, it's fucking backwards as fuck. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Okay, so he wants to leave, and of course, uh, she's like, no, 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 no. We we need to get this. We need to get this money. Last or th- score. This last score. Uh, I'm sorry. We need to get. The goods. The goods. And Take a drink. Uh and the thing that really ticked me off was uh she's like, I just wanted a normal life for us. And I'm like, a yeah, normal life fucking of right. Stealing jewelry and things off of dead bodies. Getting railed by carcass sitters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what I'm a normal call life, from yeah. now on. I'm just gonna call him a carcass sitter. Carcass sitter. All right, I'm into it. Um, so yeah, David meets Claire, and now at a rose garden. Mm-hmm. I used to live near one. Yeah, I know. I just thought it was so funny. I was like, "Well, this is like some weird, like arboretum, like I, I, I don't know, weird little, yeah, basically rose garden. There's nothing else to call it that." And uh, David meets her there because he's like. I feel like the hotel is being watched. Sarah's watching us. Somehow she's surveying us. She's not a cop, but she knows something. Somehow she knows stuff. Uh, Claire basically is like, whatever, like, you're fucking full of it. David's like, dude, we have to bail on this scam. Like, let's just fucking... Drop they, our efforts. Let's says, go to another town. Let you get a few railed. miles. I like how a few miles are like, all right, that's enough. He's like, let's Cop, literally go to the fucking hospital in the next Cops town. Are like, nah, <laughs> too far. <laughs> they played getaway music. We're not. We're not gonna get a catch up to them. You're like, that's it, people. Uh, so she goes and does it. Claire essentially just calls him a pussy. Like I said. Uh, she's like, listen, uh, I know that you're like getting all freaked out about this, but if you can't handle it, fuck off. 
you know, she basically stomps off. And then David looks over it and he sees the body of a dead girl he had just seen in the mortuary the last time he went to go visit Sarah. Yeah. And he looks at her and he's like, he recognizes her. Again, she's wearing the gown. And then she's disappeared. And then what's really funny is he just continues to walk around the the rose garden, moseying around, looking at different stuff. And then Sarah comes in. And, uh, oh, this scene was so weird. Yeah. So Sarah just is like, oh, hey, hi, how's it going? You know, uh, I, I had a feeling that you just broke things off with your ex. Like you were telling me the truth and she like apologizes. She understands her. Yeah. She's like, I finally understand. I'm sorry for not believing you. Uh, you know, I know that you said, you know, this person that was in your sunshine hotel was your ex. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what was happening. And he tries to like, kind of like roll with the punches. Um, and it kind of alludes to the fact that this dead girl that we just saw in the park is the one who told Sarah about Claire stomping off and leaving David. Yeah. Um, and this is when I was like, how come none of Sarah's friends said anything when... David was, like, grabbing the keys out of her pocket and, like, trying to grab it. Lots of holes, yeah. I I wrote the same thing down. That was one of the big problems that I had. I was like, these dead bodies are telling Sarah all the things that David is doing with Claire far, far away. But when he's stealing keys right out of her pocket in plain sight, none of the dead bodies have shit to say. She, yeah. Also, again, she jumps back and forth. On her, re- like, like the way she reacts to things, like, after their first date, she's, like, all bummed out. And that's the, the first scene when when he's uh, trying to steal the keys from her. And she's, like, blah, 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 the girlfriend, the hotel, whatever. And then she goes the other way and goes back and forth. And I was, like, I don't know, she's not very relatable character to start. That's, I mean, that's your primary problem with this. I feel like there's... So no, but problems. I mean, like, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't find someone in this episode that I was like rooting for. No, yeah, I mean, but again, it's not like Tales from the Crypt where they push it all the way to hating everybody. It's just like I'm indifferent to all these people. Yeah, that was the big problem. Um, yeah, so Claire, she wants to do this herself now. Yeah, David returns. She cucks him again, basically. <sighs> yeah, David goes back to the Sunshine Hotel. <laughs> the Drink? Sh- the Sunshine Hotel. The Sunshine... Okay, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> the Sunshine Hotel. <laughs> and uh, Claire is there, and she's uh, wants the key. She's like, you know what? Uh, I was going to fucking drop you like dead weight, but instead I really felt compelled to make this last... Score. And then drop him. And then drop him. She's like, I'll come back for my stuff tomorrow. I'm like, dude, you don't fuck. Like, if someone told me that, I'd be like, the second I close the door, I'd fucking like call the cops. shit out. Call yeah. the cops. For real. Be like, you're not going to get your way. You know, you're not going to have your cake and eat it. Hell no. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck you and fuck your cake. Yeah. I'd put that shit on the fucking sidewalk. Get and, some ants on it. Yeah. Wait, how would you do that? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> There's some sugar on don't it. Worry. Don't worry. Don't ants like sugar? Let's just say this. What? You don't want to mess with John's friends. Wow. Good thing we're not friends, because <laughs> I've been messed with many times and nothing's yeah. happened. 
Yeah, and like instead of like dead bodies, John's friends are like a bunch of my stuffed animals that come to life. And yeah, <laughs> they're all a fucking. But only life. when you're like on ketamine or something like that. Yeah, no one needs to know about my ketamine habits. There's no ketamine. I meant keta bear. Yeah, the bear that does keta. Listen, we'll cut this out. I'm happy to come out in public. No I love ketamine. Don't do this. Why? Don't do this. Edit this out. <laughs> Please don't. This is not necessary. Uh, so yeah, uh, I would toss the her shit right the fuck out right there. Cut my ties. Maybe try and slip one into Sarah real quick, and then bail before anyone figures anything out. One, I mean my. You know, by one I mean P, my friendship. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to say I would fuck her. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Now I uh, but yeah, Sarah wants the D, by the way. So, when did whatever, the last, okay, when was the last time you think she got dicked down before this? It seems like it's been a while. Yeah. It seems like, I mean, she's already, do you think she fucks dead people? <gasps> do you think they get rigor mortis in their dick and then what? she rides on it? Did you hear Joey? I heard, I did hear a cat. That was our, that was, uh... Our, Don't change the subject. Our studio Do you think Sarah cat, fucks Joey. the dead people? Oh, <laughs> Joey does. I swear to God, if it's not babies, it's cats. We need to fucking get this background noise down. Anyway. So let's not skirt the question here, my boy. Okay. Do you think Sarah's fucking the dead bodies? No. I think they're... How long, how long do you think it's been that since she's fucked a dude? Never. 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 You think no. she's a virgin? Yep. Whoa. 100%. Yeah. What's taken her so long for her to call on her friends? Uh, I don't know. When you're sitting in a room with her, you know, about to get down and dirty, and she's just talking to other things in the room. <laughs> I do I do think she's pretty. She's got a very soft chin. It is a soft chin. I don't mind a soft chin. I don't. You know what? I don't mind it either. Yeah, you know why? Because your alternative is Claire. No, because you got that real hard chin over Shut there. Shut the fuck up. I swear <laughs> to God. Yo. Gotcha. All right. Well, whatever. The point is... Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Do you think she's a, a virgin? A virgin? No. Mm -hmm. No? No. Really? No. I feel like if Sarah had never had sex ever, she would be a little bit more crazy. Oh. she. I mean... Wow, that's weird. Yeah. She um, is she's mm. fucking cuckoo bananas. She yeah. is completely You're contradicting yourself right now. I still don't think she fucked a dead person, and I also don't think I but I do think she had sex with a regular dude. Uh, 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 by regular dude, you mean a, a <laughs> like person a, who's alive? Like a loser like you <laughs> and me, okay? Wait, oh hell yeah. That'd be cool. We got a chance. What if it was both of us? Same time. Oh. <laughs> Carl Winslow's there just being like giving us advice. Steve. Yeah. And then I'm, when I oh god. When I, when I come I go. Anyone got any cheese? No. <laughs> what? Did, Did I, I do, do that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the point. I don't think that she's a virgin. Anyway, I do. 
Um, Claire takes the keys from David and she goes into the morgue. The bodies are still out. The same the, bodies. The same bodies. They've been there for a week. And it would be one thing if like when they were talking or breathing, you would see their breath being like, oh, this is a cold place where they're not going to decompose. No, 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 no. It's just dark. It's <laughs> that's what decays bodies the most. Is yeah, light. light. So Claire starts to uh, look around in the closet that's next to uh the the little dead bodies and With stuff the one safe inside it for is that what they do i don't know i, I don't, feel like, like it like, would be at a police station it yeah, wouldn't be in a hospital that would uh yeah i mean be logical this, yeah that'd be logical so obviously not so claire uh looks in this this personal item storage area and it's empty. All these diamonds and necklaces and shit she was trying to find aren't there. And she turns around only to see <gasps> the dead old lady from before. And and she's standing up behind her wearing the jewelry that she's looking for. And then Claire screams. And I was yep. like, this is why they hired this actress. She's not a good actress, but she's got a great scream. The scream was great. The scream was great. She like... She does this move where she like grabs like on her face and her hair and shit. I was like, hell yeah, that's no, like that, that was super highlighted the episode. Her scream. That's why I was like, okay, this is why they hired this chick. Um, then cut to the next day, Claire's dead. Yep. Uh, there is a police investigator who's looking oh. real rough around the edges. This guy was going for it, by the way. He reminded me of the uh, police investigator from that episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt. Um, uh, Which one? The one where it's like the voodoo episode where they have the injection and the dude halfway horrible. Yeah, halfway horrible, right. Yeah, and remember there's a dude who's walking around. He's like eating yogurt. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he looked like that fucking, he looked like a dirty piece of shit. Like, he looked like, I don't know, everything about him looked sloppy. And this guy, uh, he wants this day to be over with. He's like, <laughs> no signs of violence, uh, looks like a shock to me. Um, well, this is, this is what really drove it home that I was like, oh, only Claire has been ripping off these, you know, corpse sitters or whatever the fuck they called them uh because he's like oh yeah you guys have uh, a history up in like connecticut or some yeah shit. He, he's, he's he's like oh you know oh you just happen to be there like you happen to be you know you're staying at the sunshine hotel drink look, 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 look. uh and the police investigator, he basically admits guilt too well the police investigator is like okay there's no sense of struggle she has keys ripped out of her palm it made her palms uh shredded to ribbons yes and i look at it it looks like when my cat scratches scratch. me yeah, like yeah. cat scratch fever ted yeah. nugent oh horrible person oh you don't love him no okay let it be known that john loves ted nugent only as musician gotta separate the art from the artist uh so the police ask uh what the hell's going on they ask sarah if she has any idea where claire could have got the keys and sarah says no she covers for him that's what i was wondering i was like she wants the d so she keeps flip-flopping back and forth on what the hell's happening yeah like i said earlier that's what she does it's like it's just a there's something so fucking dumb about her character well, uh, 
They basically covers for him. And then back at the Sunshine Hotel, David's packing up his bags to leave. And then he looks around and there's all the dead bodies around them. So all the dead bodies from the morgue, all of Sarah's friends start popping up. Except also Claire is there. Here's a question. Is Claire one of Sarah's friends? I was not sure. I also kept thinking that Sarah was going to actually be dead. I would, that would not be a bad surprise either. So, yeah, we, we cut to all these ghosts, uh, and amongst them is our friend uh, Claire. She's not my friend. Um, really? <laughs> she shows up, and all these ghosts are surrounding David. Um, and this is when I would kind of ask the question, is Claire one of Sarah's friends? And this kind of made me start scratching my head, being like, are any of these dead people really Sarah's friends? Or so she... She, like, somehow has the power of commanding these dead bodies to yeah. do her bidding. Is it uh, a matter of, like, if, if they're a dead person inside of her morgue, she has power over them? Because, like, Claire wouldn't get along with this lady, if, if with Sarah, if, you know, they were if, enemies, if, so if to speak. If Sarah could legit have conversations with dead people then she would have a conversation with claire and be like oh so you, you and were the this girlfriend dude who i'm trying to get with in love with has been scamming me she'd be like fuck you and yeah. fuck this dude i don't know it yeah this is one of many problems with so show. okay so all the we're in the sunshine hotel david's right. freaking out and all the uh, ghosts around him they, they all start closing in on him. And he starts begging. Well, here's the thing. Do any of these ghosts have any actual powers? Because the ghosts, all it could do to Claire was scare her to death. Since David doesn't have that fear, do they really have any power over him at all? I think, yeah. And I don't think they do. I think it's a matter of uh, David being weak-willed and, and, uh, so, and scared. Yeah. David goes, I'll... I'll do whatever you want. I'll give you whatever you want. Just don't hurt me. Leave me alone. And this is when we see David bring some more of these shitty magician flowers. <laughs> oh, God. To Sarah. Uh, uh, do you remember what was written on that? Yeah, he brings her a note, and there's <laughs> he doesn't even say it to her out loud. It says on a piece of paper, a small index card. And he gives it to her with, like... Uh, the most straight face, too. Like, he's not even happy to, to be there. It. No, he's uh, miserable. There is no choice. There is only you. Yeah. And that's like the ghost paper, like, yo, you that's... have to be <laughs> with her. That's and good like, enough. Fuck. You have no choice. You have to be with this chick who is probably total garbage in the sack. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, wait. Maybe she's a freak. Well, I don't come know. on now. I don't know. I, I don't agree with that. I was going to you... say something very vulgar, and I will not. Please. No, I won't. I'll cut it. Uh, no, I was like, she's got that bun. That thing would be great to pull on. Okay. You know what I mean? She's got, she's got her hair pulled back tight. So when she lets it down, look out? No, I'm saying, like, she wants that shit pulled. Okay. Don't put that. <laughs> <laughs> I told I you just... my mom recently was like, what's the name of your podcast? No, don't tell. This and I was is... like, don't ever listen to it, ever. But feel free to go and uh, like that. 
Uh, After Sarah gets this index card, uh, Sarah is all happy. She puts her arms around David, and they hug. And then you see David. His his, face. His face is terrorized. He looks like he's crying. I, uh, oh, yeah. I, um, geez, I can't say the story. Never mind. Um, Well, well, David's miserable. I've had my face like that before once, and it was not fun. When a girl embraced you, and she was happy, and you were miserable? Yeah. Sort of. I won't get into the details of it, but yes, there was a situation where I was like, holy fuck, what did I get myself into? And, you know, I obviously there, there was no ghosts involved, at least. There was just my fucking, the ghost of my drinking the night before, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> oh, I think I know. You've told yeah, me I, the I story. Told you the You've story. told me the story. Uh, we can't say it on air. It's not fun. Uh, um, but yeah, this is it, and I, this is it's basically happily ever after. Question with a little mark. help from her friends, like okay, that's that's basically the way it goes down. And you're Imagine like, okay, if the, if the Beatles song had started playing it, like after she said the, with a little help from my friends, you know that that's what they said. I know. Oh, yeah. You were looking at me like I. I'm no. sorry, John. <laughs> I know. I know. So. Essentially, I think what it, it hints at is that what did Sarah have this whole idea thought out from the beginning? I don't know. I there's this a lot of clear. questions. It, like, okay, should we? I understand we just, this is a twenty minute episode, and like you really quick. you can't get to everything. Not even twenty two minutes. Well, I mean, they cut out the commercials. This Fox Family. Well, I mean, like even with commercials, they're typically twenty two minutes. Yeah, no. I don't know if maybe it was different uh, in 1997. I'm just saying that, like, you know, you can have a little bit longer commercial breaks. Yeah. But whatever the case is, not a very effective episode. No. But still, one of the better Fox Family ghost stories yeah. that I saw. Yeah. You, yeah. I watched a couple, too, and this was sadly better than a fair amount of them. Okay. Um, let's get into our ratings and creepy crawlers. Hit the theme! All right. There it was. That was beautiful. I loved it. Uh, Let me go first. Go for it. Okay. I'm the one that caused this to happen, so I'm going to apologize <laughs> first and foremost. My um, bad. I wanted to do something different, like we mentioned earlier, and I just wanted a different show. Uh, I felt like it would be fun to try and find more stuff to cover, too, as well. Uh, that being said, um, not a great story, very, very drawn out, um, characters were convoluted a bit, I felt, uh, you couldn't tell really with Sarah, like, was she, was she, like, I, I don't want to use the word insane, but like, was she, yes, was she insane? She was, was she, insane. How, how, I wanted to know why she was able to command or talk to these ghosts like there was a more interesting story in this is that like if oh okay like maybe she was haunted as a kid whatever is going on there i kept on waiting for something to be like oh she has a dead something parent or a sibling so she can talk to these people no it's just that she so like she just was like oh i have anxiety about crowds of people and stuff so as long as they're dead it's cool yeah and also like Okay, if I work with dead people and I want to shoehorn in a boyfriend, maybe I should go and work at one of these places and shoehorn in a girlfriend. You know, like 
she gets her wish at the end. Yeah, couldn't hurt. Even though, yeah, of course. Uh, I've been on dates. Um, <laughs> I've been on a date before. I've been on a couple. Hey, come on, relax. Recently. Um, Ooh. Shut up. Uh, but dish, yeah, no. Dish. No, I won't. Okay. Um, that being said, I just didn't... It felt like this episode was only 20 minutes, and it could have been a seven-minute episode. They, they play out this whole story of these people robbing hospitals, which I don't understand to begin with. I would have liked to see them, like, having finished an earlier grift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, before like, the... Like, finish up. Yes. And then at the same time, showing her working in the hospital, being like, oh, this is the next target coming up. This is something they've worked on before that is successful. Her getting banged by... Uh, <laughs> Lab rats, dude. <laughs> That's really what we all want to see. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. It didn't work for me completely, or mostly at all. Uh, acting, not great. Although, no, that's not true. The uh, David, he made it really good. Maybe it was like the way they dressed him up, because like whenever he was in the hotel room, they had him in like a wife beater. It made him look like Italian American stereotype. Italian American stereotype. That's a drink. Um, and when they had him in, you know, the morgue, it was different, but didn't do enough for me. Uh, this is, this is getting, uh, it's getting a 2.75 creepy crawlers for me. Still better than dust to dust. Yeah. Well, that's not accomplishment in itself. What about you, Johnny? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you. A lot of things about it. I didn't like one of the things I'm kind of on the fence about whether I like it or not, is that it is a short show. And I think that, you know, when you're, when we're discussing an episode that it has to tell a story in 30 minutes is different than telling the same story in a full hour. You know, a lot of times we watch these long episodes and I feel like, oh, it's drawn out. Like, I felt like this could be cut. This could be cut. I feel like this didn't have a whole lot of fat on it as far as extraneous shit that didn't, you know, move the plot along. However, there's still a lot of stuff in it that it wasn't creepy. And, you know, I kind of am asking myself, who is the target demographic for the show? Is it for kids? Is it for families? It's Fox Family. I don't know. Did it have ghosts in it? Yes. Uh, they weren't particularly scary. I didn't really understand how it worked, but I don't really think that that was part of its goal was to make you understand what it was. It was just be, supposed to be introducing a concept which was introduced and kind of telling a little, you know, isolated story. It wasn't fun. No. It wasn't scary. I wouldn't show it to, like, a friend as, like, a joke or anything. No. Which is, it, like, a, just, a, a lot of what I look for in these shows. And that's the thing. I think that the episode itself was so middle of the road. And I think that a lot of the shows that we talk about, if it's bad, it's fun to talk about. If it's good, it's fun to talk about. But being so middle of the road, it just doesn't mit- – it doesn't – it's so in between that neither. It didn't know what it wanted to do. Uh, yeah, and throw on top of that, Rip Torn's weird garbage voice. I don't know. Fuck this. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'll We're say Rip Torn. I'm gonna say 
Two. Two? Yeah. Okay. Like, this is down there. This is down there. Um, I don't want to do another episode of this show, but we will. <laughs> yeah. We'll make sure it happens. I'll find it'll, one. I'll find happen. one out of this. Okay, you be in charge of the next one that we do of this. Uh, but I mean, I was in charge of this one, basically. No, not true. Well, I'll say this: the other, the, the the other episode that I rated this low, the Freddy's Nightmares, Dust to Dust. I'll tell people to watch that over. I'll tell people. I to would watch too. This. I would absolutely agree with that. And not that it's better, but it just has. It's it's, it's bad. It's more fun, or not even more fun. It's. This one you know was what, just like, oh, fuck, go. I don't I'll give, give you shit. I'll give you a comparison. Okay. okay. So let's say you're eating ribs, okay? And dust to dust is like old, gross ribs that have like a little bit of meat on it still. And okay. it's not good, but at least there's something on it. This this one was just bones. This had nothing for me. Okay. I was thinking more like uh, this is, this one is like... Uh, I don't know, jerking yourself off. <laughs> and the other one is like a really bad blowjob. Freddy's is like, you you'd still probably, pretty much always take a really bad blowjob over jerking yourself off. You know? How about this? Okay, wait, <laughs> what's the next 20 minutes making comparisons? <laughs> How about this? Okay, well, we'll stick with your jerk off thing, but we'll say, hey, um, this is jerking yourself off, but... Freddy's Nightmares is jerking yourself off to, like, softcore porn. This is jerking yourself off to, like, a fucking Glamour magazine. Glamour magazine. A nice reference. Shout out to Seinfeld. Never um, heard of it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. My father's gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was uh, Fox Family's Ghost Stories. Yeah, sorry uh, for making you guys listen or watch that. And also listen to this, too, as well. But, yeah, well, that, that's not fun. Yeah. Hey, it was but another um, episode of a show that we were talking about doing was um, was it perversions of nature or is it uh, science? Perversions of science. Perversions of science. And we're definitely doing. We're this. definitely doing one of those. I had told you before that was a show that used to come on HBO. Uh, we will save your comments about that. I used to. No, spank no, 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 no. I used to spank save it. it. <laughs> save it. <laughs> well, for those. Uh, Super fans out there who could detect what I was just saying over don't, Tommy's voice. Don't, don't, don't. Um, yeah, but uh, so yeah, that I gave it two point seven five. You gave it two, and that's that for the ratings. Okay. Do you want to talk about an email we got? I sure do. All right. So from time to time, we get some email questions over here at the getting short- a lot lately. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've been doing my best to go back through all our emails. It's a lot to go through sometimes. I'm my, my apologies. I appreciate you, Tommy. Thanks for taking care of that. I the, the, didn't mean to sound smartass. He, I'm just being sincere. Yeah, right. Dude, as much as I like to give you a hard time, I really do appreciate We've you. We've reversed roles on this podcast. Shut so the fuck up. <laughs> You're suddenly... Ex- oh, case in point right there. All right. Just, cussed at me i know i was being facetious okay i don't think you were all right anyway well from time to time we, we get do emails around here yeah and today we have an email uh from tiger balls 99 and it says uh hey guys love the show uh just curious how do you guys take notes for the episodes that you discuss 
And also, do you ever think about going back and changing the creepy crawler score for previous episodes? Ooh, good one. Thanks, Tiger Balls ninety nine. What up, Tiger Balls? Uh, do you want to go first? Talk about uh, it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm a little more old school. Um, I also actually take old. Fuck off. But better looking and uh, younger looking than me. Stop talking about my jaw. Um, I like to take my notes uh, on paper, um, but I use one of those uh, pens that like has the different ink clicks oh, on man. it. Oh, man. Those so, things were fun. They're Remember, so like, fun. Just, just constantly trying to put all of them through at the same time and then <laughs> like just swirling. <laughs> I've seen your notes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my notes, I have a big old uh, notebook, and I take my notes, and I, depending on what type of note I'm taking, if I'm like, hey, this is... Uh, something that happens in action in the story or this is a personal note or this is like a what the fuck moment or this is like a little joke I'll click a different color ink and it helps me kind of uh, look down at the page and be able to differentiate through that um, it's not really ideal because sometimes my handwriting is sloppy as fuck and then sometimes you guys can hear me turning the pages on my notes like this oh someone is just jerking it right now to that so what's it? What do they call that crap? ASMR. Yeah, some people really get down on that. Ugh. Not me. I don't get it. Hey, but if any listeners are into it, hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Tommy? How do you take your notes? I um, I am more modern than John. I usually um, either watch it on my smart TV. <laughs> I have two of them. Uh, I have one in my living room, I have one in my bedroom, um, but oftentimes I just prefer to split screen my my laptop, shout out to Apple, I don't know if anyone has ever heard of them, but they're Apple, cool. please sponsor our podcast. Please do. Um, yeah, I split screen and I use my notes, and um, I'm actually kind of a minimalist with my notes, I, I have a good memory for um, jokes that I've always liked, and... Uh, just as when I write my own, I'd like to just do like a word or two or a sentence and I can remember it. John gets mad at me sometimes for things. Well, you take shorthand, right? I do shorthand. Is it like a stenographer notes? Like, does it, do you leave out letters and shit? No, not at all. Like it's Why don't you give us an example? Um, one right here is she wants the D. (laughs) (laughs) And what does that note tell you? Uh, it's just like this girl, uh, so our character in this one, uh, Sarah was fiending for some (laughs) cock. Uh, and that's like later, let's see, I can find one more else. Uh Uh, Great note, by the way. Um, okay, uh, here's the one right here. Pepperoni. Oh, oh, so that one word told you enough about this. And I'll be honest right now, that one told me everything I needed to to remember about um they're eating pizza in her morgue yes they uh are talking about how she was like this is so much better than going out oh i also forgot to mention this scene she's like next time we go out we should go to uh like Sal's. sal's and a sal's is right next to the sunshine hotel where you are staying yeah and that was the thing see yeah, but you just have one word. Yeah, but and I and still you remember. you forgot to mention something from earlier. Well, because you were flying right by it. All right. 
because we were talking about other things. But I don't need to say every single thing I have written down in my notes. Sometimes That's what makes us a great team is that I overcompensate. Yeah. <laughs> and I and you undercompensate. Write <laughs> you write pepperoni. I write pepperoni. She wants the D. Yeah. Hey, I think people like me more than you. I I hate myself. Well, me um, too. <laughs> but I love you. Oh, I thought you were saying you hate me too. No, no, I would never do that um, on, on record. What about uh, retconning any scores? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I actually recently was going to go back through and um, retcon some of our stuff, um, particularly some of the Freddies. Oh, really? Higher yeah. or lower? Oh, all tens. Get the fuck out I'm of just here. Joking. No, uh, no, I, I think it'd be fun to go back through. Um, I think I have most of mine written down in my uh, shitty notes, apparently. I said shorthand. I said shorthand. You started to say shithand. And then I insinuated shorthand. that. Um, no, I think I'd like to go back through. Uh, we did the last one with, with Tori, and that episode was just, with the Ari Afraid of Dark, was just so fucking good that we gave it, I think we gave it a, did we give it a perfect score? No. Nine point something, though. I mean, I think she gave it a 10. She gave it a 10. I think I gave it like a 9.25. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I, I could find it in my notes, but I'm just going to shorthand it real quick. This was literally a week ago. Yeah. Um, what did you give it? <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay. I We do all these episodes. We've been doing this for months and months now. and Coming up on a year. Yeah. Uh, in a few months, definitely. Um, Coming up on five years in a couple of years and a few months, too. <laughs> can't argue with that <laughs> logic. I think the thing that scares me, too, is that I, I feel like if I had all of our scores written down in front of me right now, I feel like I'd probably be able to give a little bit more accurate scores to everything. Okay. But I think the fact that I don't really remember a lot of it means that I am a little bit more cautious when it comes to grading and that I'll, I'll say, oh... This was bad, but it could get worse. Or this is great, but it could get better. Yeah. And by having that reservation, it makes me a little more hesitant to go full I agree. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think part of that also, to to your point, is like, especially for me as someone who didn't watch a lot of this growing up, is I'm viewing this as someone who is a new viewer. I'm sorry. And my ratings are being rated as... In that case, in the, in the in the sense that I am watching it for the first time, so now that I'm a seasoned viewer, I've watched hundreds of these shows. Ooh, what now. about that? Like, how? Sorry, go ahead. It well, just it just changes as you've watched more. It and does more. change, and I was going to say this. So we have kind of sometimes what helps us, I think, uh, wrap our heads around a score is we'll say, okay, this part was well done, but this part was stupid, but. Another thing that I don't always consider is what would a child version of myself think of this? Oh, yeah. That might mean also be a good kind of lens fat, to... Uh, fat version. Yeah. <laughs> what would little fat John think of in this? You know what? I would be thinking, yes, I'll take that last slice of pizza. Okay. <laughs> Which she offered up. <laughs> I'd also be thinking, I don't want to walk around this rose garden. Too much walking. Yeah. Don't like that exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... Also, be thinking my hands are already cut to ribbons from mom and masturbating. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, 
one thing, great question, by the way, Tiger Balls, uh, you really sparked a little conversation with us, but um, another thing that uh, is, so when I watch an episode and we do these ratings, I think what I put the biggest part of my score in, rewatchability, or would I show a friend this? Like, that's a huge, like, obviously the acting, the filming, the story helps a lot. And that will be a big factor in it. But it's one of those things, like, if it's so bad that I will show someone else, or if it's so good that I'll show someone else, that's a huge factor for me. And this one today just didn't have that. But here's the thing. Let's say we have this exact same story that we're talking about today. However, it has an actor in it before they hit their prime. If it has a Gary Busey okay. or a Brad Pitt okay. or something in it, yeah. automatically I feel like it would say, hey, I might kind of tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, check this shit out. It's not great, but you can see this actor before they kind of, you know, got famous and got into their group. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily mean that the story is any better or worse or that the execution is any better or worse. But it, but it well, is... That's, that's very much like a... An X factor. An X factor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my opinion on that. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, that that email is what, John? Write us an email. Our email address is shortandspooky at gmail.com or send on us a tweet at, at shortandspooky. Yes. Tommy. Yeah. I love you, bud. Love you too, man. Any last words you want to leave us with this mm. week? I really like Northern Colorado. I really like ketamine. All right, party Jesus people. Christ. You know what that means. See you next week. Bye. Bye.